So, uh, during our uh, in-between episode break, I ran into quite the article. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, get excited. I don't think you'll know where this is going. Uh, should I? So, the title of the article... Actually, I'm going to go through it. Hmm. Uh, so, front former G- uh, Genesis frontman Phil Collins, um, when, he, uh, when he was 44... He married a 21-year-old woman, so right away, not the great, like, kind of a creep. Mm. Um, but 10 years later, they split up, uh, as celebrities do. Um, they get back together. And then this August, she texts him via text, like, she texts him, be like, hey, I'm out. I'm marrying this 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 dude, this businessman slash musician, which is quite the combo. Uh, which is 15 years her junior. A lot of a lot of curveballs coming right now. Okay. Uh, so they split up, and then she and the, this is the name of the headline is Phil Collins' ex-wife has taken over his mansion with armed guards. <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly what it is. Her yes. and her new husband are living in his 30. Three million dollar Miami beachfront mansion, and they've hired four armed guards to protect them. Um, and they are threatening to prolong, uh, to like just stay in there until Phil Collins gives her more money in the divorce. Pretty much. Wow, that's incredible! It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. They just lock themselves up, and maybe the best part of this whole thing: the article ends with. Uh, the the last sentence of the article is I can feel something coming in the air tonight. That's for sure. <laughs> I was just about to say I was wondering I wonder if you felt it coming in the air tonight. Um, yeah. Well, you know what he needs. He needs Sean Connery. He needs Sean Connery <laughs> would deal with those scrubs <laughs> in about ten minutes without a doubt. That's astounding. What a, I I need a uh, like a um a, 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 a like a fake like a a bad quality remake t- movie of this like a lifetime movie of this. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I watched the shit out of that one. I would too. I would very much. I would very much watch that. Um. Yeah, that is that is fucking wild. Um. All right, this is episode eighty-seven of the Noah and Eric show. This is our first post-election episode. It is. Yeah. It is. I don't, we, it's weird because we, yeah, there's nothing really for us to comment on. We're no. Just, this, is just, I, this is just us acknowledging that it, that it happened. Yeah. I remember when we first started this show, we started like the, the February after Trump got elected, right? Mm-hmm. So this entire show has been in Trump's tenure. And we yeah. were making jokes like, "Oh, he like he's gonna get impeached." Like we like we've been doing a lot of the same. Like he's gonna get impeached. We like made bets like when he's gonna get impeached. Me, a fool, said, "I think it's gonna be the summer." <laughs> <laughs> I was so naive mm. back then. It's oh, like you're man. like the uh, you're the most like hopeful pessimist I've ever met. <laughs> That's a really good description to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, it happened. 
We don't know what the result was. There's a good what do you? You don't know what the result is, listener. <laughs> that's a. There's an excellent chance of that. Almost yeah. assuredly. Yeah. What, what do you think? Let's make some predictions. What do you? Th- no. What do you think? Of- <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I've, uh, I I think Biden will. I'm going to use air quotes here. I, I think he will win. Yeah. But like, I think it'll be contested. Like, I, like I mean, like I, you know, it's it's whether or not he Trump accepts the result, which seems doubtful. In any oh, incredibly doubtful. We're we're also recording this the day before the last debate, uh, so who the fuck knows what happens between now yeah. and just, just two days from now. We just want to wish send our well wishes to Supreme Leader Kanye West on his triumphant <laughs> victory. I have no fucking idea. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna know this. Uh, also, I want you know. Well, I guess it's too late because uh, election. It's it's weird because election happened. I just want to throw out now for the record that like probabilities, the way probabilities work is not like like everyone. Everyone said this with Hillary. Hillary's. I think when the election actually happened, it it was like on like five thirty eight, which is the one that got ripped to shreds. But they had. She was only like two-thirds she was like 66 percent chance of winning Would based you... off their metrics but that's how probabilities work means that there's a third chance that the other result happens so it wasn't that crazy and like yeah it was everything that happened was within their very like within their stated variance of like three percent on all the polls like yeah so it's like you flip a coin so many times you know yeah so yeah i that was weird that was wild because yeah nate silver got ripped to shreds and nate silver said some dumb things but like that was that he did not deserve that uh and i feel the same way about this election like as of right now it's like eight eighty percent biden according to 538 but that is still that's how prob- that's pro that's not what probabilities mean probabilities are not absolutes if you're giving a tw- if you're like go to the doctor and you're given a 20 percent chance of death you're not feeling good about that. Exactly. <laughs> You're feeling pretty <laughs> shitty about those odds. Yeah. And uh, my guess is that it will go. It will be less than eighty by the time the actual election comes around. Because that's just feels yeah, like that's yeah, what we But it, but the only but is that the huge thing that happened last time was the Comey letter. That like, that that tanked that Nothing tanked like her. That. Oh, that they're better for yeah. they. Or, I mean, definitely for worse. But uh... <laughs> yeah, definitely for worse. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that that tanked her. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's weird. I don't know because we don't know what happened, but we have to be talking about it. Yeah, either Trump won and he's the supreme leader now, or uh, Biden won, we and that doesn't mean hope. that we won. That just means we didn't no. kill ourselves. <laughs> yeah. We still have so much more way to go. Even if Biden is like, even if Trump steps down, we still have so far to go. Yeah. To get out of this. Um. Okay. We now... almost need a Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery type of a presidential ticket to get us out of this hellhole. The only ticket I would ever trust. Yes. Um, the Rock. Wow. What a movie. Um, better than the election coverage, I'm sure. 
Oh my god, way better. 100%. Yeah, no, this movie gives you everything you want. It, gi- it gives an excellent Nick- it has Nicolas Cage, it has Sean Connery, it has explosions, it has just great one-liners, uh, action scenes, um, high stakes with pregnant ladies and, and daughters you don't want dead. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the sticks. Get any higher. Yeah. My girlfriend the is also city pregnant. Is San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, the entire city of San Francisco. Nick Cage's girlfriend. Nick Cage's girlfriend, who's also now pregnant. Sean Connery's <laughs> daughter. Long, long estranged daughter. They came out of nowhere. I, I still don't fully understand why she's living in San Francisco. No. Um. All right. Where do you want to start? We can. Um, I mean, we're going to start with fun facts. Do we want to talk about, uh, I don't know. What do you, do you have a preference on where, where we start this discussion? Uh, for fun facts? Yeah. Or just general you? anything. Uh, I don't think so. Do you got an I mean, idea? There's, there's the fan theory stuff. Do we, do we want to talk about that now? Uh, let's do fun facts. Then let's do fan theories. Okay. Um, I well, I'll do a fun fact that we haven't really discussed. The score is done by Hans Zimmer, who's a very famous movie score scorer. Um, he worked on uh, all the Christopher Nolan movies. Um, yeah, he's one of the OGs. That's not true at all. One others. of the bigger ones. Uh, oh God. I just said that, and I didn't even have his stuff up. He's done like all of Christopher Nolan stuff. He's done, uh, he's done. Here we go. Oh, you, oh, oh, yeah. This one should probably be noted. He uh, won an Academy Award for doing the original score of The Lion King. You may have heard of that. Um, he that's did, a good movie. He did Gladiator. He did Rain Man. He was nominated for. Oh, these are all the, the movies he was nominated for. This isn't even all of his stuff. Um, <clears throat> yeah, very, uh, very famous, very famous movie score. He also worked. He didn't do the original one, but he did uh, the sequel to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, oh, yeah. So, but he did this movie too, and it. I the score is rollicking. I kind of know. I did notice the score. It really added an intensity. Mm-hmm. It was solid. Um. Uh, do you have a fun Sir, Yeah, Sir Sean Connery insisted the producers build a cabin for him on Alcatraz because he didn't want to travel back to the mainland every day, and they did it because he's a goddamn knight. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Um. A lot of Nick Cage's dialogue is ad-libbed. Um, it was actually Nick Cage's idea. He doesn't swear. I think he does, like, at the end, you know, like a climactic moment. Yeah. But he says a lot. Of, there's a lot of G-whizzes and stuff like that. And that was all That was all, That was was all. all Cage. I think that's a good touch. It adds to him being a nerd. Oh, of course. Nerds don't swear. Yeah. Uh, to, to kind of build off of that... Um, one one thing that was ad-libbed was when Nicolas Cage yelled, Zeus's butthole, <laughs> which I'm not going to add any context to. Uh, but uh, Michael Bay wanted that cut out, but uh, Cage insisted. That's funny. 
Um, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was offered the role of Cage's character. I saw that. Which Thank God that didn't happen. Weird. Yeah, and like, I mean, honestly, I, I think he could have not as not as good as Connery, but he could have done that role. Mm. But not the not FBI. Cage. That was that been that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, yeah. No, he's much more suited for Connery. But yeah, he didn't take. Yeah, it I noticed that too. Uh, like they one script. thing about this movie, I felt like they nailed the casting. Like the three mm-hmm. leads were were perfect, and even like the other like FBI people, like a bunch of people I recognized, I just didn't know the name of. That I was like, oh, that was a cr- clutch get. You know, the casting mm-hmm. director deserved a lot of praise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quentin Tarantino is an uncredited screenwriter on this movie. I saw that. Um, along with Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, this does not feel like a movie Aaron Sorkin wrote. Mm-mm, not at all. Um, <clears throat> oh, there's a lot of troubles in the with like the production and like shooting and stuff. Um, there's a number of them. I'll just say this one. With the uh, with the approach scene where they approach from the water, um, uh, Bay, uh, the studio wanted to like scrap it, um, and he threatened to, he he actually walked off the set for a couple hours and threatened to like this huge lawsuit. Um, Good move, Michael he re- Bay. He refused to lose the uh, the seals approaching. Scene. Good move. Mm-hmm. And they, that they that added a lot to the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of, um, Bay recalls a time where he was like leaving the set for a meeting with executives and Sean Connery in like golfing attire was like, "Hey, can I? Uh, where are you going?" And then he Connery was like, "Hey, can I join you?" And Bay was like, "Sure, you're Sean Connery. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do." Mm-hmm. Um. And he arrived in the in the conference room, and and Connery was behind him. And Connery then stood like just pretty much was like he's doing a good job and should be left alone and walked out. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, Connery ha- certainly has a pres- pre- uh, presence. A lot of the Navy SEALs uh, were real Navy SEALs, um, including one named. Uh, well, so a lot of them were real Navy SEALs. Uh, one of the actors who was who was playing a Navy SEAL was not a real Navy SEAL. His name was Michael Bain, I believe. It's that's how it's was, pronounced. Was that the one that stuck his head out like a dumbass? Probably. Um, but he said it, it was his. Uh, he was like really uncomfortable acting against real, uh, real Navy SEALs, like pretending to be a Navy SEAL, and he told the. He was freezing up, pretending to be like a leader in front of them, and also freezing up because he was in Sean Connery's presence. Yeah, I can't blame him. Yeah. Uh, Bay said the car chase in the San Francisco scene turned out to be the biggest clusterfuck I've ever done in my entire filming career. He had to get like because getting two blocks of San Francisco like requires thousands of signatures. Yeah, they saw um, they actually shot it in two blocks of San Francisco. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, and he got a stern talking to by the studio reps. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Michael Bay, they like the the studio was like, "Hey, shoot this in L.A. because it's easier and cheaper." 
and Michael Bay has said, I gotta shoot this on this I gotta shoot on this island because this island is so fucking bitchin'. <laughs> okay. Okay, wait. I just saw this. We talked about this last week. And he he we were right. Um this is a quote from Michael Bay. Uh there's a major logic flaw in the movie. Why are the boilers working on the rock when this island hasn't been used for years? He answered his own question by saying, quote, screw it, it's entertaining, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect, because that kind of just sums up the movie. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you have any more? Uh, okay, so my, yeah, my last one is uh, he, Michael Bay has an idea for a sequel in this movie. Um. And it's that the now married Nicolas Cage is in, in possession of the microfilm evidence, um, and he's getting pursued by the government. And with nowhere else to turn, he's forced to ask for Sean Connery's help. That which, sounds fucking awesome. It's genius. I watched the shit out of that movie. Is Sean Connery still alive? Yeah. Probably right. Well, I mean, I can I edit. I can edit this uh, to make myself sound right. No, he's not alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's died. He's not cool. When did no, he die? He's alive. Of course, he's alive. Oh, he's I got alive. both in there. I got both in there, so I could edit the right one in. Uh, I yeah, yes, he's I alive. He's alive. <clears throat> I I'm gonna be on. Like the only thing I knew about Sean Connery before this movie, because uh, I don't think I've seen him in another movie, is um is the SNL skits with Will Ferrell. <laughs> Those are good. Um, do we, we should talk about fan theories. Yeah, I'm excited cuz I I didn't come across any fan theories. Well, it's it's the the Bond one. So there's a f- Oh, right. We're yeah, right. There's a fan theory that he is just James Bond in this movie. He played James Bond uh for how long? How many times did he actually play Bond? I have no idea. I vaguely remembered he played Bond. A bunch. He's, he was. He was. He He's one of the more player. iconic ones, right? I think he was the. Was he the first? Hold on. I think he might have been. I just uh, yeah. Bond is one of those things where I've just like there can't be a first, you know. He's they've it's always existed. Sean Connery was the original James Bond. Uh, God, what? Imagine being the OG James Bond. Played him. The first the first Bond movie is Doctor Knows. Came out in uh, Doctor No. I realized that the way I pronounced that made it sound like Doctor Knows. <laughs> yeah, I was picturing him having like a really big nose. It's Doctor No and O. Uh, nineteen sixty-two, and he played him from sixty-two to sixty-seven. Um. A a fraud Bond played played the role uh, in a movie that came out in 1969, and then Sean Connery played Bond for the last time in 1971 in the movie Diamonds Are Forever, until he played Bond again in 1996 in The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> the final yeah. appearance. Yeah, so that's that's basically the fan theory, right? Is that uh that he's reprising the role to be james because he's a british operative and he's yeah. just supremely badass the coolest fucking person you've ever seen 
um he's in in that like negotiation interrogation when he like asks to like get a haircut and stuff he also asks for a suit i mean come on that's a classic james james bond loves his fucking suits yeah he does he's got to be styling you know um didn't he like james bond like slept with a ton of women too so it makes sense he's like an estranged daughter in san francisco yeah yeah exactly uh this this uh so there's like a couple ways to to go with this i mean like it's semi-true right like it like it has to like i think it's like half true i think it's like a little it's Im- they play it they it's play it they lean into it yeah yeah like it, there's no like yeah it's no accident for like a super cool british spy that's like incredibly dangerous and badass there's no it's no accident they went with sean connery former james bond yeah um and there i guess there's even a line um uh i believe it's when or maybe it's when when the first fbi agent walks in like introduces himself and he says but of course you are that's like a direct line he says in one of the bond original bond movies he did um they leaned into it uh and then he also like joked in interviews for like the press for the movie um that it like gave him one last chance to play the role but i i think it's like semi i think it's half true because like okay here's the thing there's like people (laughs) on reddit (laughs) who are like debating whether it's like intended to be james bond canon which is a dumb conversation to have because the answer is obviously no like it's just they couldn't get away with it you know he just yeah well like it's you know he like you said he was he's a famous bond and they had a yeah. british spy in this movie so they cast the famous bond it's like a no-brainer yeah <laughs> that doesn't yeah. make it like a bond film you know what i mean no yeah but it's that yeah it's like a nod you know like it, it it's it can't be for sure but there's no axe like it, it just makes too much sense right um And the other thing is, like, I don't know. The whole Bond thing is kind of weird because, like, people debate, like, there's, like, the is it a code name debate versus not. Um, and so then people are, like, trying to dive into that with, like, the meaning of The Rock. And I just feel like that's not that's not what this is. This is just... No, They, no, they cast like... James Bond to play, like, James Bond, and he's basically, you know just a james bond kind of that kind of character yeah and like the rock is just like it's an island in the middle of a bay right that's it <laughs> yeah, that's all that's going on here there's literally no thought put into the name of the movie <laughs> yeah and it's like yeah and like yeah they definitely leaned into it like that line was probably intentional i'm guessing and like he's yeah. clearly leaning into it with the press but this is it does it is awesome think if you think about that while watching the movie though because i was it is, and it kind of like I, I like it. It like adds a little bit of history to it, you know. Yeah, it was like it was one of those things where I was like kind of looking for it, and then when he did, when he specifically asked for a fucking suit and a haircut at his at his interrogation like negotiation, I was like, okay, like <laughs> that's, that's some James Bond shit. Yeah, they're, they're okay. I see what they're doing here. 
Um, Have you seen any of the older James Bond movies? I mean, what do you mean by older? I don't. Uh, let me see. Hold on, I have the film up here. I don't know what the first one I saw is. I've seen like one of the Craig What's His Face's movies, and that's that's like it. Oh, Daniel Craig. Yeah, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Uh, yeah, but like Diamonds Are Forever is supposed to be like one of the best. Like that's supposed to be a classic James Bond movie, right? Yeah, I think that's like considered one one of the best. If not the best, um, I haven't. What which one did I see? I, I think I've seen some one of the Pierce Brosnan ones, but I couldn't. I don't remember which one. No, I. I think I saw. I, I think I've seen Die Another Day. I haven't seen one of the like any of the OGs. I think there a lot of them are on Amazon. That'd be a fun dive in, like watching all of the notable James Bond movies. They pushed back the new one to 21. And I guess like yeah. the br- British British uh cin- like the British movie theater chains are like pissed. Oh, I bet. Cuz yeah. they they can actually have, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I think they're just pissed because we're, they're like catering to the United States. That pisses off the British. Yeah, and like Bond is like a big deal there, more than, like way more than it is here. Oh, that's true. I guess like, Bond is that was British. actually a a revenue thing for them. Um, let's see what do they got on Prime? They have all the Daniel Craig's. I know Netflix has one of the Daniel Craig's ones too. Okay, well, I don't know if they have more than just the Daniel Craig's. What was the one we were talking about? Diamonds Are Forever? Yeah. Great classic me- me- uh, movie score. Diamonds Are Forever? I feel Fro- like that... No, it's not. Yeah, they just have the Daniel Craig's. I feel like HBO might have it. That's just the gut feeling, though. Um, Alright. I can't wait. So it's Daniel Craig's last one, right? The, ne- the next one? Yeah, I can't wait for the. Uh, I'm excited to know who they like. Who the next James Bond's gonna be? The uh, isn't the rumor gonna be like, uh, Adrissa Elba? Is that, is that how you pronounce? It? I feel like that's not how you pronounce his name. But I feel that's like close he, enough. The, that he's the rumor every time, and it's never him. He is. It's, it's too obvious now, though. Idris Elba. Different. What the fuck was I saying? It's it's Idris Elba, right? It all sounds the same to me. Okay. Um, English doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's gonna be the rumor again, and it's not gonna be him. <laughs> I googled him, and the first thing that comes up is 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 Idris Elba gonna be the next James Bond? <laughs> There's odds on this. Oh no way! What read them off? What are where the can odds? I bet? Where can I bet? Hold on, James Bond odds gambling. This is taking a turn. Well, okay. It just has. Okay. Well, this article is unhelpful. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull up the odds. So you've only seen like one Daniel Craig. Yeah, I couldn't tell you which one though. I enjoyed it though. It was fun. On actor odds. I played a fuck ton of the video games. Nightfire. Oh yeah. Did you ever play James Bond Nightfire? I played Nightfire. Goldeneye was a big Goldeneye one. Goldeneye was great. Yeah. 
Nightfire, though, like, they have, like, the... Because, like, that you could put on bots, you know? And, like, that snow map, and you just crank up the bot yeah. level and just have them all coming at you in that house. Is that the one where you can be, like, down. Space Bond? Yeah, Space Bond. You could be Odd Job. Yeah. Classic uh, movies. On classic games. Someone named James Norton is four to one. He was in Happy Valley and War and Peace, and he was in uh, the uh, Credit Gurman's uh, Little Women. Um, none of these are particularly interesting to me. There's uh, a bunch of white Englishmen. <laughs> uh, that makes sense. But, yeah, but yeah, it's kind of boring. Tom Hiddleston six to one. I think these are mostly lame, and I. <laughs> I don't, but I also don't really care that much about James Bond. So yeah, I don't. I guess I don't either. <laughs> I um, love for like an American to like not because it's like oh the they would there'd be a fucking they would start a war. Yeah, just because fuck the British and I just want to piss them off. Because as much as I hate the country we live in. Especially if Trump gets reelected, as because it might be a thing. Uh, I hate the British even more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, it'd just be an absolute meltdown. Yeah, <laughs> they, they would new. They, yeah, they would start a war. They would. They, they would be pissed off. That'd be hilarious. Oh God, that'd be so funny. Yeah. What if? <laughs> what if like what, like today's like version of Nicolas Cage got. Like, I don't know if we have that right now, but. Or like Ryan Reynolds. What if Ryan Reynolds was the next James Bond? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Because he would yeah. just make fun of British people. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hysterical. It'd, oh, yeah. That'd be so fucking funny. He'd be so fucking offensive. <laughs> yeah, he would. Um... But it's okay to be offensive against the British because, like,. They ruined this world, you know. They call they literally colonized the whole world. They can, they deserve all the shit. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. They. <laughs> yeah. That shit's funny. Uh, I just think of Ryan Reynolds because honestly, the last thing I've seen Ryan Reynolds in is a uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> see that. <laughs> That's on my list. Oh, uh, like I'm just imagining like him. Just make doing like British jokes in a suit, um, or just like fucking. <laughs> okay, hear me out. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I'm so in. He I just love like Seth wouldn't Rogen. be fit too. He just like we'd get the not fit Seth Rogen. <laughs> his gut would be like hanging over his, his like tuck suit. You know, Dick <laughs> doesn't know how to hold a gun. You'd have like yeah, you'd have Cheeto stains on the white shirt. <laughs> Just like ripping a bong before mission. Yes, I'd watch the shit out of that. Oh, that God. actually, like Loki, uh, Seth Rogen should make a movie like that, like a, like a spy movie. Yeah. yeah, that'd be funny. Um, okay, back to the rock. What um, are we? We're gonna do favorite quotes or, mo- or most valuable thing. Uh, let's do quotes. Okay, which do you have yours? Okay, uh, I saw, there's just so many for this one. We mentioned it last episode. Um, I'm gonna list the runners up right now because okay. there are so many. 
Uh, actually, d- the uh, honey, you you want to know who really killed JFK? <laughs> the last line of the episode, I mean, of the, of the movie, so fucking good. Uh, one I'm not choosing because, like, we mentioned the offensive uh, uh, part of when he was getting his hair cut. Uh, but there's, like, an explosion or shit or something happens, and the, the barber's like, uh, I don't n- want to know nothing. I never saw you throw that gentleman off the balcony. All I care about is, are you happy with your haircut? <laughs> That's that's the line that that was like supposed to be a comedic line. It doesn't land at all. No, I laughed hysterically though, just because of how like it, ironically, it yeah, I laughed, yeah, yeah. But it was supposed to be like a serious funny line, and not like a holy shit funny line. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. That's a good one. Uh, but my my favorite was uh um Nicholas Cage. Uh, saying, I love pressure. I eat it for breakfast. <laughs> that, was a, that was an incredible impression, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Um, uh, mine, those were all fantastic. And I'm glad we didn't pick the same one. I was worried we would. Uh, mine is Sean Connery after he uh, opens the door from the other side and says, Welcome to the Rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was a great one. Sean Connery also at some point says, like, The Rock has become a tourist attraction, which is, like, fair. Like, imagine being a prisoner on Alcatraz and then finding out years later that, like, tourists and families are brought there. Yeah. That one That one made me think a little bit. Maybe this movie is a little deeper than we thought. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, most valuable thing. I don't know what to do. I don't. I, I don't. I don't know where to go with this. Do you have a, Do you know where you're leaning? Uh, I mean, for uh, for a while, I was gonna pick uh, Sean Connery for my most valuable thing, but I mean, Nicolas Cage and Ed, Ed Harris, like they bring their fastball. Like they're so fucking good in this movie. I can't pick one of them more the over the other. Mm-hmm. Um. It would just be disrespectful to the other two, if we're being mm. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my, my most valuable thing is going to be, and this could be, you know, like right before the election. Who knows how it turns out. But the way they portray the U.S. government as just being the fucking worst and evil, like they're kind of the bad guy throughout the movie, right? Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. They don't make movies like that anymore. I feel like the U.S. government is never, like, the corrupt thing. Yeah. You know? Like, like if this movie was made, maybe not today, but, like, seven, eight years ago, the people taking over Alcatraz are, like, going to be Middle Eastern terrorists. Oh, absolutely. Even today. Yeah, Yeah, probably (laughs) even today. But, no, they make it, like, disgruntled, uh, former like disgruntled army people, um, and like rightfully disgruntled. Like it added a lot of nuance to the movie to a Michael Bay movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Nine Eleven hadn't happened yet. Yeah. Today it would be they would absolutely be they would absolutely yeah. be Middle Eastern, but there would be one, uh, like, um, like, Ira- Iranian immigrant, like working with the fbi for good yes yes. that's what they would do today and it it wasn't problematic (laughs) well in their mind yeah (laughs) 
because that's the move right that's what that's what argo did right that was that was basically what argo did was there was that uh, one they had that true. one inside I guy argo. i enjoyed yeah. that um yeah but that's that's what the move is these days so. yeah to bring up JFK and alien conspiracies. You that's know? okay. So that is, that leads me. That's a great segue. That is my most valuable thing is them leaning into the conspiracy theories. Throughout <laughs> yeah. the movie. Cause they don't, they bring it up early too. Like they drop a line about it. Like, like why? And they just want to know about the fucking alien or they say something like that. Yeah. Um, like they, they mentioned the alien at Roswell and then uh and then yeah at the end like all the the microfilm that he stole is like the truth about JFK and like the truth about the aliens and all that. Yeah. I thought about making this most valuable thing too. Like it really they really lean into it. It's yeah. crazy. It's so unthinkable. Like, the movie did not need that at all. It's such a throwaway a throwaway line in so many ways. But it's so fucking good. It adds so much to this movie. It does. It's just like this awesome. Yeah, it's. I love it. And it kind of like kind of ties into like fuck like the government is like secretive and evil because they're keeping all these secrets. Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting how they did this. Um, yeah, it's 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 an odd one. It's definitely like yeah, it definitely would not be made this way today. Like, there's no, no. way. Not, not at all. Yeah, there's no because way they cl- they clearly worked with the military and like with the government, like because that's like a big thing. Um, yeah, just to get access to Alcatraz, you know, like yeah, well, and like the you know, like the military equipment and like they had real seals, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. Um, so there's clearly like cooperation. You can't just do that. Like you, you can't. Um, like you, the military has like a pretty cozy relationship with Hollywood. There's been like a, a bunch of articles about this, but like you can't just portray the military however you'd like if you're going to use their things. That doesn't happen. So no. it's, it's it's interesting to me that like what they let them do. Because, but yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah, they I, were much more lenient. Like they like look clearly yeah. as like a kind of a corrupt uh, agency. Yeah, I mean, like they get like yeah. Yeah, it is weird too, because like the old, like the most badass guy was not American. You know, he was like explicitly a British operative. Yeah, it's and he weird, was like a, yeah. probably unfairly put in jail. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, they held him against his like <laughs> illegally for like thirty years. That was like part of the plot. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. Uh, all right, uh, do we have any other any other final thoughts on The Rock? Uh, man, it was it was it was a fun one. Like I said earlier, but they just don't make movies like this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is just that like is. an this is like a just an action movie that's for good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> action movies. Action movies. I feel like went off the rails. If yeah, you know, in this last couple last couple decades, maybe just like great actors in it that are like captivating a fun plot that kind of makes sense but kind of doesn't also doesn't um doesn't take itself like it clearly knows what it's doing and just does it well yeah 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 it feels like a lot of movies later 
this is one of those movies where it feels like movies are trying to do what it does, but just does it at a worse level. So it's just super cheap and not not entertaining and kind of tacky. Yeah, or like, or they do the Zack Snyder thing and take it too seriously. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, this is just now we're just no, now we're just not having fun. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of, are we going to be doing the the Snyder Cut episode? <laughs> is there a Snyder Cut? Please tell me there's not. Uh, of of the Batman movie? Oh, of the okay. No, no okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were talking about the Rock. Oh shit! <laughs> if only. I mean, I would do. There's one Zack Snyder uh, movie I would, I would, I would do. Oh, for which, the podcast. Which movie is that? The one, the the one that he gave him permission to torture us with the rest of them for, which is three. He did three hundred, didn't he? Oh yeah, he did. That was a good movie. Yeah, it was just badass. <laughs> that was a badass movie. There's a genre of movies where Mac from Sunny loves. Three hundreds in there. The Rock is in there. Um. Pretty much every Michael Bay movies might be in there, probably. Probably. Um, but uh, those movies are wildly entertaining. They tend to be. <clears throat> yeah, three hundred's cool. And then he did uh, the Watchmen movie. Oh, I heard that was not very good. I heard it's got mixed reception. But like the thing about that is, Watchmen is like kind of like a dark superhero thing like anyway yeah. the graphic novel is and then he decided to make that batman and people got pissed and he was like confused it's like there's completely different tones of source material and like what they're, <laughs> what they're trying to say <laughs> yeah yeah no kidding so oh zach snyder oh. come on this pod zach hey sure i'm down what is he? What is he up to? He like <laughs> making the Snyder cut. Uh, I don't see it on his filmography yet. He's doing it though. I know. I've I've heard of that. What what is it though? It's just it's going to be like so like he got not kicked off but like he had to leave for a family emergency like halfway through. Oh, of the Justice League. Of the Justice League, yeah. So this is going to be like... And they're going to reshoot some things. They're like, add some extra scenes. Like, I think Jared Leto's coming back for the Joker. Jesus Christ. Wow. Uh, Is no one going to talk about Jared Leto, uh, that he has a cult? Like, pretty openly? And it's like a pretty intense one. Wait, what? No no one's going to talk about this. How is he allowed to be in movies? Please expand. Do you know details of this? Yeah, there's a whole, there's multiple articles. A Jared Leto cult. Um, okay, while you're looking that up, though, but like it's going to be like a four hour hour movie of the Justice League, and and it's going to be on HBO. <laughs> so it, it's happening. Um. Okay. So I, I googled I googled Jared Leto cult. Uh, two million three hundred and eighty thousand results on Google. I'm just, just I haven't clicked on any articles. I'm just scrolling through. The first so I see uh the first one I see is on an article from August 18th, 2019. 
I, there's another article about his cult on September 5th, 2019. Another article about the cult from April 7th, 2020. Another one on July of 2020. So I'm, I'm just going to click on some of these. This one is called Jerry, so Jerry Little's Cult is basically the new Firefest. <laughs> yeah. I, what, it, what type of what type of cult is it? Is it like a money-making cult, a sex cult, uh, a, a death cult? I don't imagine him making a death cult. In 2019, it was reported he started a real-life cult. He invites fans to join him on a very isolated island called Mars Island, where he... Oh, my fucking God. This is... This is pictures that he tweeted out from his official... His band's official account. Uh, He walks around in a flowy white dress... Wait, what? Uh, I I need to see these pictures. What? Uh, what? What? Uh, what should I type in? Um, I'll tag you in the tweet. Okay. Because it's a real live tweet that's still live. <laughs> a flowy uh, white dress. That is exactly what a cult. This looks straight out of a movie. There. These pictures look like they're straight out of a movie. Like a movie. Like there's like we're doing a cult movie. Is there should yeah. be more of those. Oh, Maybe I'm not. all in a cult movie. Cult movie, don't be, right? Yeah, he wears a flowy white dress. Everyone is wearing white, and uh, uh, it just it looks like it looks like the um, that organ cult. Remember that like documentary? Uh, yeah, documentary yeah. Series. That's what this kind of looks like. His fo- the followers call him Prophet. Oh, that's so culty! What the fuck? Yeah, they're like all- there's hundreds of people. And they're just all on the beach wearing white. Yeah, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty unsettling images. How, yeah, how is nobody talking about this? This is crazy. This uh, is going to be a behind that be- uh, behind the bastards episode at some point. It's gonna, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's just it's gonna be one of those things where it's like something bad's gonna happen as a result of this. And then His it, band tweeted this out. Yeah, it's, it's saying a, yes, this is a cult. His <laughs> fucking band. Holy shit, that's crazy. According to Leto, he trademarked the phrase "yes, yes, it's a cult" as a joke. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> you gotta respect the arrogance. This is no. This is gonna be one of those things. Oh, here we go. No, it is a money cult. Here we go. Uh, the cost of the experience, because it's like he's inviting, it's an island they have that he has. He has an island somehow. Yeah. He calls it Mars Island. But, like, it's basically pitched as fans coming down to ex- have an island experience. Uh, the starting price is uh, $995, which does not include flights or travel to the island. Uh, and there's a high tier of $6,499 which includes something called a Mars Passport an exclusive VIP experience with Jared Leto um okay that sounds like a that, great no, this, this is, this, is a, right this is a fucking grift my friend this is a this is a great this is an grift. A plus grift holy shit I've done a 180 this is fantastic <laughs> we this is a pro Jared Leto podcast <laughs> No, this is going to be one of those things where, like, someone's going to die or something. Or, like, it's probably not even going to be that. It's going to be, like, a bunch of people went bankrupt. 
like spending all their all their last dollar to like go to this island and then people were going to be like oh this is terrible like (laughs) what could we have done (laughs) despite the fact that this has been this was reported in 2019 yeah, we, we've we've known about this. In three years, Jared Leto's going to get canceled yeah. for something we've known about for like five years. <laughs> this is like this. I feel the same way. This this is gonna this is a little, a little darker, but it's the same thing's going to happen with Drake. Like it's like not a very well known secret that he has some like pretty problematic relationships <laughs> with younger women. This, everyone knows this. Yeah, everyone yeah, knows this, and no one's talking about it. I don't understand. We we just pick and choose like who to like punish, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we punish Kevin Spacey and rightfully so, but like Drake is also going after underage people. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gross and like it's gonna... maybe not like maybe not as directly from what I understand, but there's gonna I, mean, be... I, I also don't know all the details, but someone's yeah, you're gonna, right. like, like someone's gonna bring allegations against him eventually yeah once he stops making like quote-unquote good music shit's coming down on drake yeah that that empire is is gonna a crumble and as long as jared little's the joker the grift will continue <laughs> uh, but this seems like, like there are worse grifts in the world you just take like yeah it is very fire festy I, I see what that article is getting at because it's just like yeah. these are a bunch of like young kids who have sixty five hundred dollars to spend to go to an island and hang out with Jared Leto. Yeah, like Mostly. they kind of get something out of it, you know, to a certain degree. I'm not going to feel too bad for these people that get ripped off. And honestly, I want to be like Jared Leto. Seems like the type of guy where. He's like, sure, he's making a ton of money, but he probably just loves the ego of it. Oh yeah, he just wants to chill. I mean, he has an island. Yeah, I mean, to be, I mean, world, right? I will give him this. If I had an island, I would never invite anyone to it. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. That said, I have talked about years of how I would like to have a cult, so I'm a little bit jealous. That's true. That's fair. No, but I want uh, my my cult separate from the island. Yeah, you know, you keep your work life and your home life. <laughs> exactly. Right? It's exactly. healthy boundaries. Yeah, <laughs> healthy boundaries. Like, what if you just want to get away from those fuckers who just won't leave you alone? <laughs> you know? They can be exhausting. They think you're a god and they look for you for all these answers. You need an escape. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm a. <sighs> yeah, they're not getting invited to the island. Um, okay, well, this was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, multiple tangents. What is uh? What is your fuck this thing? Okay, so you're gonna have to bear with me for a little bit. Okay. Um, my fuck this thing is the bottom of my feet. Um. After so, are you a hobby? <laughs> hold on, hold on. So I'm very inconsistent with like exercise and, and staying in shape. Uh, so recently, I, I like did cardio for the first time in a while. Uh, my new cardio thing is is jump roping. 
Um, okay. Which is a fucking workout. Let me no, tell you. Is. It is. Jump roping is tough, man. It was like 20 minutes, of, like not even like 10 minutes of that, and I, I was getting my ass kicked. Uh, but after, like, the next day and the next, like, it's been two days, the bottom of my, do you ever get that? Like, the bottom of your feet after, like, just hurt a ton? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I just, like, it's been tough to just walk around lately. I need the opioids again, you know? The opioids. Uh, but, yeah, my bottom of the feet after working out for the first time in a while. Fuck that pain. It's like, I like I like soreness and I like pain. But not this type. This type sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one. <clears throat> Mine is uh, when uh, well, this happens specifically on mobile. Whenever you pull up a site and like the ad is like perfectly timed to when you put your finger down in the middle of the screen. Oh, it's such a dick move. I hate it so. It makes me so mad. I fall for it every time. Like yeah. every time I'm like I know it's coming I'm gonna wait till it pops up so I can just close it but then I like wait and then I feel like I wait like longer than I normally do and it hasn't popped up so like maybe it just it isn't popping up this time and it's nope as soon as I put my finger down it pops up it like it reads my mind yeah it the, makes me so <laughs> mad they time it so fucking well whoever does that it like times it is a genius oh yeah absolutely. It's just it's that's really all there is. It's just it's just it's a mess. Yeah, because then you have to like because it's so much more of a pain to like exit out of that window that was popped up and go back to the original one than mm-hmm. it is on my on like a computer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's really that's 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 it. That's just yeah, fuck that. But everyone everyone knows that that's terrible. It's not a it's n- nothing new there. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a goodie though, for sure. Fuck that thing. All right. Uh, anything else before we get out of here? Um, man, I just I keep thinking that like at this point, we like we might know who like the election has happened. You know, that's crazy to think we'll about. We'll know things. We will. We will know. Who knows what the world looks like when this is released? Ru- we will the ruins we will podcast from the ruins of this yeah. crumbling empire that we will all right so we the we'll get out of here uh we should say this more often you can follow us on twitter our twitter is at noah and eric show now we changed it <laughs> we did change it we so did. it's easy to find it's just the name of the show um so you can do that uh that's really it we don't we're not really on facebook anymore Nah. facebook is as bad as a bad place twitter is a bad place but you know less evil (laughs) (laughs) and more addictive for us that's really what it comes down to yeah all right uh so with that fuck fuck the bottom of your feet Uh, and fuck the uh, the ad pop-ups on mobile websites. Fuck them all.